she's not gonna listen to any of this shit. No, I'm, no, no. I'm not, this is the song, motherfucker. Oh, okay, God sorry. Damn. <laughs> damn. Oh, this is the intro song. Fuck it. That's a, yeah. And this, not we. Yeah. Were, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what girl you're talking about. Radiohead was a thing. Anyway, the, welcome to the sex show. <laughs> sex show, otherwise known as S three X. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Fuck you. I told you. Pow. Got that shit. Ah, uh, this is this is that that makes me smile. <laughs> Eventually, I'm gonna find. You know what? That's like, I think uh, I was like, you know what? To start funny. to a good thing, I'm gonna figure yeah. out some other That's peak cool. sound effects <laughs> and put no. it on the sound. No, don't do that. Let's them. not do that. <laughs> Let's not do that. Okay, I'll find someone right too. But I don't remember. <laughs> Anyway, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all over the place, welcome back. We appreciate you for coming in, giving us your ears for an hour or an hour and a half, whatever the case may be. We appreciate you. This is a sex show, otherwise known as the S3X show, where we are talking, as usual, seeing sounds, and in this case, science. Yeah, there's some science in there. In this case, science. Seeing sounds and science, otherwise known as S3X. That's why we call it what it is. Yes. Uh, Nothing but bangers is what we slap at you. Yeah, definitely. So we appreciate you for coming back. Um, we we were we've been sitting here talking for a few for a few minutes before. We like to get warmed up before, but we're just chit chatting, kind of seeing what's going on. Yeah, you know, um, it is the uh, it well, is the Pete's season. Here. Yeah, I'm I'm here. Pete, Pete. Oh yeah, yeah, my bad. <laughs> uh, well, you threw me off in the beginning. <laughs> my name is Peter P. And I'm Big Lex. And we are here doing the SBX show. We're here making you know, this happen. He was trying to make the intro song. I mean, not he, he has the intro song, and I fucked it up. Yeah, Sorry. you're gonna have to. But you are gonna cut that in. Now we gotta. Yeah, I'm gonna that. put it in there somewhere. Yeah, actually, I was talking to somebody today. They were like, "Oh, you got a, you got a nice voice." I'm like, "Nah." I mean. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to like. Uh, I don't want to like. Uh, oh, was it a dude or a girl? Uh, yeah, that was a chick. Huh? Well, it was. It was. It was. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, I, I, I took it. I didn't. I didn't even like. I didn't even look at. I. She was just in the in passing. Yeah. And I was in the middle of something, but in my head I was like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. yeah. All right. You got that. You got that shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> anyway, we're back at it. What's going on with you this week, Lex? Anything important? Uh, well. Well, you saw earlier, what ha- um, not earlier, I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, cha- there's yeah. been major changes. I got a roommate now. Got I don't know if I disclosed that in the last episode. Uh, you kind of you kind of alluded to it. Yeah. Le- Lex is over here. His daughter's uh, up staying with him now. She's living 18, in the zone. Yeah. I got my 18-year-old. I've, I've been praying a long time to have both of them, but I have one of them now. It'll happen. In and time. it'll do time. But it's amazing because it's, uh, she's 18, so it's like, hey. <laughs> What the fuck is this sound for? <laughs> she's 18. <laughs> I get you, I get you. Well, she's an adult, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I can be yeah. like, hey, you got to pay some of your cell phone bill. You gotta pay some. Oh, you were telling me that she, uh, a, a gig. A yeah, gig? she got a job. She's, she's that, been right? here for, what, That's almost cool. three That's great. weeks. Hey, she I got respect, a job. I can respect any young person at 18, 19 that gets a job. That's great. Yeah, she's been That's working great. since she was 16, I believe. Oh, shit, no yeah, way. Wow, That's fantastic. In Texas, she was that's at Sonic. She was actually a shift leader, so oh. shift supervisor. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, so it's in the blood, you know what I'm saying? It rubs <laughs> off on them. My kids. Say, I was gonna say it, but that's, <laughs> but I mean, okay. I'm a hard worker. <laughs> oh, come on, you know no, 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 no. I do. I know. I know. But <laughs> but I mean, a shift leader, like it ought to be like she's a CEO or some shit. You know well, what I mean? you know what I mean. Like I do. I do. Yeah, Le- Lexis. Lexis. Long as I've known Lexis, he's consistently been a lead or some kind of like supervisor in, yeah. in a super supervisory role. And in, in always fucking working, man. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm never fucking. Yeah, vacation. Yeah, you're always you're a hustler. You're a hustler. I'll give you that. This is yeah. this is for sure. So um, I'm happy that she's here. That's great. Um, that's it's great. actually yeah, yeah. it's a 
you'd be surprised, like, because, you know, living alone, I lived alone now uh, by myself, by myself. Oh, I can for, imagine. Yeah, for it's a whole it's, what a change. What a whole change. year, and now next you know, boom. What what has uh, what has changed for you? What, what do you think? Like, what, oh, a better question. What's the, what's the, like, the, what's the thing that stood out to you the most? Like, oh, shit, I got to change that habit. Um, I'm, no, actually, all my habits are pretty... Like, same? Yeah, same, except uh, I'm not getting enough. Well, I haven't got any booty in a while, so... <laughs> Yeah, this was definitely the the mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> the, the mosh pit turned into the fucking. It turned into acoustic show. Yeah, exactly. So it turned into I close my eyes. So she's. I'm waiting. Her little her boyfriend's gonna come in a couple weekends. Only so gonna be hanging out. So that means I'm gonna have my own time here. So I'm gonna have to have a spoojathon. Uh, oh, oh, well, where are they gonna where are they gonna go? I, I told him to okay. wrap it up, B. <laughs> I told both. Yeah, I, I talked 18. to him. Yeah, cool. yeah but cool. I'm like, hey, I at this point, you know, yeah, what? respect. You know, okay, all right. As an 18 year old, I know we're going uh, out of tangent, uh, but I'm no, just saying. I was trying to say. Right. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, as an 18 year old, and she's a female, and she's my baby. I'm always gonna look at her as a princess, as yeah, an angel. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But I do understand no, that at mean, that age, yeah, yeah, yeah. the shit I was doing. We don't need to get into all exactly. That. <laughs> we really don't. <laughs> yeah, we don't. No, but but but, but just, you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. I do. I would the respect to if they, you. Got to go get something nice if you're a tw- if you're a 21 year old. If I was a 21 year old, you know, he lives out here. Or no, like, he's in Texas. Oh, there you go. So he's coming out here. Yeah, you go yeah. get a nice spot. Go fucking enjoy yourself. Take, yeah, take, yeah. Take, they like, want to go to the beach and take like, like three or four days and go get a get a room out there and go chill. Great. Ah, man, to be young again. You, you know, we were talking about it earlier, but now. Nah, oh, yeah, we were. To be young again, man. Actually, you're right. I would fucking love to get. Oh, my I have a sick ass liver. I want my fucking hair back. I want my liver. I back. want my hair back. You fucking time, time, you bitch. Yeah, you took my hair. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, I'm losing. My, well, you know what? I, you know what I mean. I was losing my shit you know when I was at the spring. Yeah, sucks, so man. I was thinning yeah. up here. Uh, yeah, you're right. I was trying to get that fade with the lineup. Yeah, we wanted a tangent though. All right, all right, all right. All right, <laughs> all right we're back to the. This is the S3X show. S3X. We are talking scenes, sound, today's science. As per usual, we would like to bring to you the. You don't gotta hit that shit every time, legs. <laughs> yeah, because it's a pow moment. No, no, no. You gotta use that. <laughs> and shit I'm fully sp- like extending my arm. You gotta, you gotta use it sparingly. You know? Okay, okay, okay. You gotta okay. drop it in, just like that day, last episode. It was like it so just was dropped like, in. It just Ow. dropped in. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it's funny. All right, but we uh, are bringing to you scenes, sounds, and science today. Yeah. And today, the scene we have talked about. We have talked about, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go into Atlanta again. But we're, I'm, I, I am bringing it back to the table because we are on the final season of Atlanta. Atlanta, a show uh, by Childish Gambino, Donald yep. Glover. We discussed it before, so you know the rundown if you listen to the show. But even if you don't, uh, Donald Glover, he has a show called Atlanta. He's written for it for years. He's in in it, performed in it, directs in it. Um, he's well known for it. He's won tons of awards for it. It's a great fucking show. It's on Hulu. It's fucking on. Uh, it's on FX. Uh, but most recently, in the last two runs of this show, on the last uh, few, the, the last episode just aired yesterday. I, I'm not gonna lie to you; I haven't seen it. I'm, I've been kind of saving it because I want to savor it like a fine meal uh, mm. because I know how good it's gonna be. Uh, b- j- b- <laughs> that, that's not sparing me. <laughs> that wasn't the time for it either. Because no, you, you're saying it was amazing, so pow, it's amazing. But yeah, keep going. I'm you sorry. Can't, you just can't fucking drop that uh, in. I'm sorry. I'm wherever sorry. you are, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? All right, all right. So anyway, um, again, it's a great show. Atlanta's fantastic. Um, yes. We're we're talking specifically. Uh, we we have a, a, a clip here, but it's from episode eight, uh, seven, actually. Um, but I want to talk. I want to talk two separate episodes, real quick. Actually, before this, so I don't forget. Um, the first and foremost, we're going to talk uh, episode seven, which is on season four. 
um, Ern takes Van and Lottie, his, Van, his girl, his baby's mama, and Lottie on a camping trip with Ern, reserving the, uh, the campground to celebrate Lottie's sixth birthday. As they spend the day together, Ern constantly asks Van's about thinking, Van, about thinking about moving to Los Angeles with him now that he's found a job. Because in the show, he's basically, you know, it's his, it's kind of, the whole show is kind of his, his, um, his like journey to becoming a bear, a manager and kind of like finding his own. And eventually he, he kind of becomes financially unstable. He becomes a black man. That's like in the world of entertainment. He's kicking ass. He's doing well for himself. Um, then has been his, um, his baby's mama for a long time. They have throughout the show, they have this like, uh, you know, it's like a baby's mama. They, 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 well, they never got married. They had a kid They he, they clearly love each other. Even from the first season, yeah. Uh, the first season, it's if you watch that first season, the first oh, season, man. it was like, you, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, it's, like you, 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 it, it's so genuine. Yeah. The, the feelings that they represent, the scenes that they have, which is why I chose this scene today, because it felt so genuine. They're, they're, they're reflecting on this relationship between a man and a woman where you have a kid and you just have this kid and you you lose track of the love that you have for each other. And, and, and anyway, the, the scene that we're going to drop in, uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you exactly when. But Van intends for Lottie to go on a snipe hunt, claiming that they're, they're camping. They're all three of them are camping. They, he re- he's rich enough at this point in the show that he rents out a whole campground. And Van intends for Lottie to snipe hunt, claiming that only a smart person can catch the imaginary creature. Snipe being a fake a thing that she created. Uh, Ern does not initially agree with the idea, but eventually comes to co- accept it. Throughout the day, Ern shows a lack of knowledge in the area, and Lottie prefers to spending time with Van more than him. So she's kind of like, you know, Lottie's leaning towards like she loves uh, Van a lot, her mom, but she's not really giving her her um, she's not really giving her her dad a lot of, a lot of uh, respect and kind of like you know just being standoffish. Anyway. The main part that I'm getting to, Ern, who is sleeping outside their tent, is allowed to sleep inside due to the cold weather because Lottie, the mom, and the daughter are sleeping inside the tent. As Lottie sleeps, Ern and Van talk once again about Los Angeles, and this is where we we come to the scene that I've chosen. Um, With Ern saying he could move alone, meet someone new, basically he's trying to get her to go to um, Los Angeles with her, A, because she has his daughter, and B, because he really loves her he he tell he, he goes t- she tells him i don't want you to to go with i don't want to go with you just because you think i'm lottie's mom and then he proceeds to go into this talk about how much he loves her and how much he appreciates her he gets really boastful he stops he gets out of the sleeping bag he looks at her he even stops he and the scene itself is, is him staring at her and just going into this monologue about how much she's not just lottie's mom she is the love of his life. And we're going to drop in the scene where he's trying to convince her to go right after he's trying to convince her. He's, he, he goes hard into it and then he tells her he wants her to move with him. And we're going to drop that in right here. here. What else are we doing this for? If not for that feeling, what else is there? You know what I mean? I do. A little Kanye being passionate, but I do know what you mean. I don't want to find someone new. Not because it's... It isn't time-consuming and annoying which it is, it's because 
want to do this with you. I just want to do this with you. Will you go to LA with me? So we can be a family. Like a real family. All right, so that's the scene. And we're back. So that's the scene. That, um, and basically, you, you hear she at the end of that scene, she basically had, says, "Okay," you know, she says she says something to the effect of, uh, "That was like Kanye, Kanye passionate, like he went overboard," uh, but she agrees. And and in that scene, they're in a tent. It's cold, quiet, um, and Donald Glover is looking at her, and he just spills his fucking emotions out to the point that when I watched this scene for the first time, I remember thinking he's probably said this before. This is coming from somewhere. This is coming from a situation that happened in real life. Oh, okay, okay. It, he he cries in the scene. He he at the very end of it. At the very end of that scene that we just listened to, he wipes a tear away. Um, and it it got me. It got me. I mean, it it you could tell that those are genuine emotions. And what I like about things like Reservation Dogs and Atlanta mm-hmm. is that it really portrays a true feeling, not 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 the cookie cutter. Yeah. You know, everything's okay, or everything's gonna or, work or, out, or the traditional family, or the you know you know the the cookie cutter shit that we got fed as kids and sitcoms and whatnot. It kind of gave you this real deep look at love and what love can be and what love can can really um aspire to be even in the face of like being a baby's mama and then he admits to her you know no you're everything you're you're all to me and i'm a hopeless romantic as i know you are as well right? i try yeah we're hope- uh, hopeless romantic so he's been through a lot of bullshit yeah, yeah, i mean but but it but the good thing is is like through that show you see him go through the bullshit yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. again it, the, it, growth, it, the growth the growth the growth yeah. and in, in this season you see kind of the, the perpetual change. Anyway, it was a fantastic scene. You guys should really watch the last season. And oh, all right. So I also picked a set right after this episode. We're following the journey of Van, Paperboy, Daryl, um, all of them. It's a great fucking season, right? And episode eight, which I also put down that I wanted to talk about. Episode eight was when I turned it on, I didn't understand what was happening. I did not understand what was happening. Um, episode eight is called The Goof Who Sat by the Door. The episode is presented as a documentary airing on a BAN, a, kind of a, a play on um, a BET, named The Goof Who Sat by the Door, The Thomas Washington Story. It is a fake documentary. This person does not exist. Disney let him do this. The documentary states that after 1992 Los Angeles riots, the Walt Disney Company appointed a black man named Thomas Washington, an animator, as the new CEO. Washington was interested in animation since he was young and studied at the Savannah College Art of Design, intending to work for Disney. After attending a, a, talk, host, a talk hosted by Art Babbitt, the animator who developed Goofy, Washington started experimenting with animation as soon as, and soon was hired by Disney. He started as an assistant animator in the DuckTales movie, The Treasure of the Lost Lamp. During the 1992 riots, Disney's temporary CEO died, and the board decided to appoint a man named Tom Washington. However, due to a misunderstanding in their first names, Washington wound up being the CEO by mistake, the dude named Thomas Washington. Despite the board's discontent with the decision, they were forced to keep him, 
Washington highlighted many changes in the company, including questioning why Mickey Mouse would have Pluto as a pet if Goofy's also a dog. Mm. Why? Good yeah, question. Good question. That's a really good one. I <laughs> he, thought about that. <laughs> he then set out to make the blackest movie of all time. This is what got me. The blackest movie of all time, which would tackle all subject matters regarding African-American cultures, setting for a Goofy movie as the project. Even using his own son, Maxwell, as the subject of the character, Max Goof. Now, I don't know about you, but I saw a Goofy movie. Didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. Yes, I did. That, that movie came out when I was like in fifth or sixth grade. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this. I, I, I remember watching that movie in the it theater. It was very hip. It, it's, yeah. Super hip. Yeah. Yeah. If you know what I mean. I do. At the time, it was like yeah. the fucking early, like late 90s or yeah. like, yeah. And, fuck, and they had like these like R&B super. Yeah. Uh, they had yeah. the colorful colors. Colorful colors. Like cross colors yeah. and stuff and, like that. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah. So, but but, but uh, I watched that movie in the theater with my mom and my dad. I loved it. I love that. I love that movie. So yeah. when I was watching this, I did not understand what was happening. Again. Yeah, of course. Let's be clear. This man does not exist. This, this, this is not real. None of this thing that I'm, uh, uh, Okay. So the Goofy movie, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's, which is going to be the quote-unquote blackest movie of all time. Mm-hmm. As progress on the movie continues, Washington began to verbally ab- abuse his wife and son, which would culminate with their divorce. The Walt Disney Company started to question Washington's leadership, especially as he started exhibiting Goofy traits, including his laugh. <laughs> the company offered him $75 million to terminate the contract, but he refused. Washington's original ending for a Goofy movie in the Goofy... Well, okay, hey, look, I, I don't want to get into the whole plot of the whole damn episode. But you get what they were going for. Uh-huh. When you watch this fucking episode, it's basically a fake documentary. And I was so confused, but when I understood what was happening, that it was like satire, and that Disney let Donald Glover do this, it fucking blew my mind. It w- and it had nothing to do, nothing to do with Atlanta in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, that's... I, I've that's heard- so meta, it's Fucking genius. I love it. Kudos to you, fucking Donald Lover. Yeah, I was about to say, because this is definitely, I've heard about this. I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, is this real? Is this not real? So fucking fake. Yeah. Fake. Shit. I loved it. Again, uh, I know that we're going over some Atlanta. Yeah, we talked about Disney's, it before. Disney's, they, yes, yeah. they own that. They own fucking FA. I, I found, look, again, guys. If we're here to fa- if we're here to kind of shine a spotlight on things that we really appreciate and love, this is fucking awesome. Um, I suggest you watch Atlanta. I again, I still have not all the way. I I, I just saw like the the second of the last episode, and I'm on my way to finish the, finish it. And it is a fantastic show. If you ha- if you li- listen to it or care at all, please go watch Atlanta. Let's and then let's uh, j- just about this up. Yeah, I definitely want to binge watch from yeah. the beginning because I I do remember seeing the first season. I haven't seen anything past the first season. Yeah. Well, oh I no, know. I saw the beginning of the second season. Well, one of the best things about like they're talking about the Goofy movie because I love the Goofy movie. Yeah, that's yeah. Great. Was that the? But end they're they- reading this and then actually comparing it to the Goofy movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. They, they even cut clips out of the Goofy movie. Oh and, and, shit. And they. And they like say like oh this is what this was about and then you just see him like dance like at the, oh, like okay just to lead into kind of what we're talking about uh at the, they they talk about how much music played a big role in the movie because yeah. it was trying to be militantly black because at the end of it they have like uh that who, I forgot the name they they say the name of the dude who wrote the song um in the movie it, it's somebody that you know you know that you know the name of it mm-hmm. but but movie music plays such a big part in the fucking movie and the goofy movie and with that I mean we're talking music. So. Oh shit! <laughs> uh. Uh, that was a little clunky. That was a little clunky, but it's okay. No, no, no. But it's it's crazy because yeah, I, like I said, I 
I saw it on Twitter and I was wondering like what the what is it about and did it really happen? It didn't even and happen. It became and the reason why I was on Twitter is because there's an episode on Atlanta and they yeah and people it, were talking it, about it. It didn't even happen. It yeah. was it wasn't even real. I, I, when, 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 when I googled it, yeah, um, I don't think anybody because I I immediately googled it and I don't think anybody actually kind of. I don't think anybody really knew. I don't think anybody really knew it. Everybody that point. took it because I took it as like really? it was real. Yeah, everybody like, took it as really, real. Like who's really Thomas happen? Washington? Yeah, did it the really motherfucker happen? doesn't exist. That's crazy. It was an actor. They had pictures. They had like they had like old uh, old videos and listen. It was it not real, dude. The genius, the genius behind that show is fucking immaculate. Anyway, they were talking about music. Yeah. <laughs> as per usual, we're bringing you seeing sounds and science, and today we're talking sounds. The first one we're going to talk about today is Lex's uh, choice for the sounds this, this week. I brought it back a little bit. Brought it back. A little bit. I was listening. I was driving around doing Grubhub, and this came back on uh on one of my playlists. And I was like, you know what? Let me let people know. Even though he is, yeah, I don't think he's known as known. But no, he's no, still but he's, known. yeah, he's big. He's big though. He's getting big. Or he not was, getting big. He's he's been big. He's been big. It's just it's you have to know this type of genre. I mean, it's the same thing as everything like slow R and B ish, but it's he definitely has his own lane, especially because of how he's oh. He's from Atlanta, so it kind of all kind of all right, cool. intertwines together. Uh, his name is Black, but he spells it with a six L A C K. So, otherwise known as Six Lack. Yeah, Six Lack, as some people know him as Six Lack. Six Lack, but it's Black. Uh, he, his name is Ricardo Valdez Valentin Valentine <coughs> Junior. He's he's uh he's he's very white. Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> well, apparently not the name. Just huh? kidding, just kidding. Uh, no, no, Ricardo would be mean to be very brown, but yeah, but, but probably, car- caramel brown. Not he's not. definitely probably like uh, Caribbean. Yeah, he's, no, he's cocoa brown. Yeah. yeah, Caribbean. Yeah, that makes sense. Caribbean. Uh, black. He's pronounced black. Uh, American singer, rapper, born in Baltimore, uh, Maryland, and then moved to Atlanta, Georgia, with his parents in '97. He attended Stone Mountain High School and Newton High School. He is the oldest of three siblings. Um, his first recording experience was when he was four years old in his father's studio and began rapping in middle school as a battle rapper. He was known as a fucking battle rapper in Atlanta, bro. And he was killing people. That's dope. Like murder. Not saying literally, guys. But yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was. That, I, <laughs> yeah. I did think that you meant that he was. I, well, you got to say it because, you know, no, no. You did have to say it. Yeah. No, you literally had to say it because <laughs> yeah. I thought you meant he was killing people. <laughs> no, no. I thought you meant he had a Glock. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Oh, you Glock, 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 Glock. Or as I say, that was good. Now that was good. Now that that was well done, good sir. That was how you use that that sound effect. Pow! That's how you use that sound effect. Not how you did earlier. Oh, you did right one. now. Thanks. Yeah, Appreciate right. it. it wasn't, he was involved in many <laughs> battles, including Pow! Uh, rappers with Young Thug. Yeah, okay. Um, he is signed to Love Renaissance, which is a LVRN. Uh-huh. He's a really big management company. Uh-huh. Ari Lennox. Um, who are they managing now? Division. Got me. Division. You know Ari Lennox? Yeah. Oh, this is R&B. Um, and then Interscope. In, in surprise, surprise. <laughs> in 2016, uh, Rolling Stone included uh, Black as a list of the 10 new artists you need to know. Yeah, he was big. He's, he, yeah. uh, he's been getting big since Boy And then, went, and then went on to release his debut album, Free Black, which peaked at number 34 on the Billboard 200 chart. Uh, his album single problems, which is on the playlist that I'm gonna play today, peaked at 73 in the top 100 and became the first plat his first platinum record. In uh, 17, he joined Canadian singer Weekend as opening act for the Legend. The, of- yeah, the main. That was so that definitely that helped a lot. Yeah. It's sure, different. Sure. It's the same vibe. Same yeah, vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um, his music focuses or, or is based on a personal and business relationships frequently, especially the topic of heartbreak. Black has said that his songwriting is influenced mainly by his profession. Prefer- Personal experiences and failed relationships. 
Billboard magazine has described Black's music as moody hip-hop that spotlights vulnerability and honesty in a way that Emoji Generation can understand. That's right. Emoji Generation. I never thought about that. Yeah. We are living in Emoji Yeah. Black has cited uh, Sade, Sade, T-Pain, The Dream. Oh, The Dream, of course. Sounds about right. Yeah, Yeah, it's the same same vibe. Um, Hit it. You know how, well, I was going to hit it, but you know how I bumped into this? It wasn't even Spotify. Uh, MTV had... um, a show about dancers that they were battling for money. The, whoever won at the end won, won a million dollars. You it was heard Jennifer it, you Lopez. Heard it. Uh-huh. And it was one of those songs that the Let Twins, have you ever heard of them? Yeah. They're the twins that Beyonce hired to be yeah, backer. Yeah, yeah. They were on there and they were fucking murdering people with the dancing. And it was this and, and he they used two of his songs. And when I heard it, I was like, Who the, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And I went straight to Spotify. Well, that's one of the good things about about uh, if you got a good ear, it's good to catch. You can catch stuff at fucking commercials and shit too, man. Yeah, yeah, car commercials. They, yeah, they tend yeah to I have, think they're yeah. car commercials. Why car the commercials fuck do car commercials have such bangers? Yeah, what the fuck? But yeah, the, the go go to black. Uh, what the hell? Free black, free black, twenty sixteen. We're looking for problems. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Right? Pre- what? No, he's up. He's, he's up. Oh yeah, problems. <laughs> I thought he was. <laughs> I thought he was in jail. <laughs> nah, I'm trying to free get black. Me. Free black. Twenty sixteen. I was like, what? Wait, he's been in jail in twenty sixteen. You a fool, dog? I'm a fool. I'm going off the notes. <laughs> trying to help you, fucking. I'm trying to push things along. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Damn. So the first song is problems, and this is the actual song. Off of Free Black 2016. Yeah, problem. Problems. Jesus. And the twins dance to this song. So. Let me. Oh shit. Really dance. This is off though. Yeah. yeah. Some fucking baby making music. Now nah, I know this song. All right. Yeah. 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 And this is so dope because it. I picture women. Yeah. I met a lot of women like this. You put your buck naked ass. No, no, no. Look at this. Listen to the lyrics real quick. She say, you a goddamn lie. I ain't mean to say that shit, girl. I was goddamn hot. So we left the crib. Now we in a goddamn ride. She looking goddamn fine. I wanted a bitch who was down to earth. But she want the goddamn sky. Uh, list of my problems. Got that one on my line that won't stop fucking calling. It's crazy how I made her that way. Every time I see her out, I see the hate in her face. Like, why you do that? Tell her you love her, and next week you just want your space. Why you do? Why you do that? Tell her you wanna, but next week you do your own thing. Why you do? Why you do that? I can't explain it, but you know it working for me. She text me, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, but how the fuck can you hate me? When I ain't this shit, would be the real thing. She know I'm the real. That'll never train. I never been a one to try to explain why you catch them feels. I'ma sip on this drink. It's easy in my brain. Yeah, that's just deep. I got real shit to stress the second about. Second verse girl, is I ain't like, about shit. you'll understand it. Remember that I tried to build you. Now I ain't worried about shit. I got real shit to stress about, girl. I ain't worried about shit. Remember that I tried to build you. Now I ain't worried about shit. So I found me a new thing. I'm not as lost as you think. Plenty queens in my hometown, all they need is drinking that day. So I found me a new thing, I'm not as lost as you think. Got plenty queens in my hometown, all they need is drinking that day. It's a goddamn shame. We didn't crash, we done burn, but baby, you goddamn blame. Yeah. See, I want love, but you want a goddamn thing. Every goddamn thing. I wanted a bitch who was on the move, but you on a goddamn lay. 
So I played it. I know I played it a little longer than we normally do songs, but the reason when I heard this song, bro, at that moment, at time, you're buying somebody some dinner. No, it's just (laughs) the first verse. Yeah, that too. Uh, The first verse hit me a lot because it was like I wasn't ready for a relationship, but I was, I wasn't trying to lead people lead people on. But you wanted one. But I wanted one, yeah. but it wasn't wasn't working out. And then to the point where text message, I hate you, I hate you. You know, shit like yeah, that yeah. type of shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, okay. and it hit, so it clicked. Hit. Like, oh shit! It like, hit proper. And this song, yeah. And I, I do consider my life to be kind of like a soundtrack where I can be like, yo, at that moment, this is the type of shit I was listening to. That moment, I was listening to type. But yeah, and the second verse, the the most, like the the like the IG models. They're most of them. All they do is sleep. All they do is smoke weed. You know, that's he's talking about that. Like, this, that's a good life. <laughs> Do you really? Uh, I don't. I don't think. Well, okay. If they're making money, if they're making over yeah, they, four thousand, five thousand a month, and they're sleeping and smoking weed, good for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah and They got a fat ass. They're getting dicks. I mean, they're doing. They're doing all right. I'm just saying. <laughs> I was just saying that BBO is not going to look good at 50, 60 years no, old. No, but if they fucking if they're smart, and they stack their money up. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. If you're smart, yeah, I give you know, that. We're over right. here fucking working nine to fives. They're over there smoking weed, mm. making five thousand dollars a month. Good for you. And that's what I mean. Like they like all you want to do just is kidding. lay, and no, then, then when you go out to take them to eat, they're like, oh, I'm not hungry. But yeah, then they order yeah, the fucking steak. steak. Yeah, I get you. It's good. That's dope. Yeah. That song. Dope. That song. Yeah. Right, so, <laughs> hit me. No, it is. It is. I'm not trying to. I'm, I, I, but yeah, no, it hit hit home. It hit home. That one hit home. Yeah. No, okay. I can. And, and, and it's vibey like that. It's it, it reminds. It, it it sounds like you. Thanks. Yeah, and a good. Like the good shit one. that I would make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like yeah, exactly. Like very vibey. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay, you, next you, one is a Lucy. Uh, he come, he uh, made a song with my favorite producer of all fucking time, called Timberland. Name called Timberland. Name Timberland. Everybody knows who Timberland is. So he made this song, and I was like, "This is dope as fuck too." Very personal. Grab the wheel. Timberland and six lakh. Black. Yeah. Girl, I got a lot of going on. If I'm tripping, tell me what I'm doing wrong. Grab the wheel, take the wheel. I love his tone. That's what it is. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's got a good tone. So like, like and that's that's tone. Oh, that tone. Like, uh, like he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't care about you. <laughs> Blow it to the roof, fucking in the cool. Run, run. I said, run, run. I need you to grab the wheel. To control the relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chill, but make it off of me for real. All right. Yo, yo, so let's yo, call, yo, grab yo. the wheel. 
I like the I like this song a lot. It will grab me, of course, as a musician, producer, the 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 instrumentation, to, and to, of course, Timbaland being my favorite producer of all time. Yeah, yeah. What what's, what everything. what are what are distinct things that he does? What, what how can you tell that as a Timberland? Uh, the drum pattern. Normally, you hear a and the the hi hat. He'll normally add some vocals. You can hear the in the background. He throws little things in there to me, like okay, that's a Timberland. No, we should we should do we should do a couple episodes. That we don't that we don't do um, you know our normal format and we should just probably like we should investigate a producer. It's a good idea. I'm down. Like Premier, fucking Rick Rubin, R- Timbaland, Timbaland. Yeah. Nah, Rick Rubin's too. Much. I'm talking like somebody that makes beats. Uh, 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 well, Rick uh, Rubin makes me. Hey, I know, I know, I know. But I'm but I'm whoa, saying whoa, like I almost uh, got out of my chair there. No, bro. no, I know you did. You, you, you literally <laughs> did. You literally did. No, no, no. I know that. I know. I love Rick Rubin. I I, 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 pre- I pre-ordered his book. I love Cool J. I know. No, we don't need. We, we don't want to digress. Let's stay on. <laughs> let's stay on. Let's stay on target. Okay. But that's just an idea. That's a good idea. I okay. Like it. Next one, East Atlanta featuring Future, and of course, by the burp. Sorry. Very much. Oh, damn it. Oh, I'm going to look for that. <laughs> You're not going to find that shit, motherfucker. <laughs> Pow! Pow! I can do it too. Because it's me. Pow! But I got the original. Pow! Pow! <laughs> you start charging me publishing. <laughs> You're going to make that. You do uh, beats on the beat with the legs. Pow! <laughs> legs beats right. make you go. Pow! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, this sounds more like you for sure. Very fucking this sounds sad. more like uh, yeah. <laughs> depressed <laughs> as I sound. Thanks, man. I, 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 I said you sounded like the first one, goddammit. I said you sounded like the first one. Goddammit, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's like slow. The slow. This when you're fucking, you got the slow push. Slow. <laughs> oh man. Oh, which one is this? He said last one. It's off his second album, which is named uh, also yeah. It's too slow, man. Come on, give me this future shit. Let's do this. Let's see. He's at Oh, this is it. Oh, this is the this is the future shit. Oh, this yes. is, no, where's he at? He what comes you, up in the second part. Oh, we're not gonna go that far. 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 But he wrote this actually. Future wrote this. He, Future's dope. Yeah, Future is. You could probably put him up there. You know what? You know what was a great album? It was that fucking Future Drake album. That was a great album. Yeah, that was the. He's. That was a good like like the the Twenty One Savage Drake shit came. Oh yeah, that's that? hard. It's dope. Yeah, it's dope. I like it. It's dope. I like but because Drake is probably the best. He's gonna be considered one of the best of all the time. Yeah, he will go down as one of the best of all the yeah. time. Yeah, but um, but Future's good too though. He's he's this genera- He's a big part of this generation. All right. Next one, Pretty Little Fears. This is a uh, featuring. Giggle. Yeah, and this is also written by. Damn, I forgot his name already. Ty, Dolla, Ty Dolla Sign. Oh, Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah, he wrote this. You can tell because he's in the. He's. You can hear him in the background. Ty Dolla Sign's become like the fucking. He's too. He's dope. Yeah. Better, better, you better, better. Been around oh, like yeah. Dude, the from fact that fellas, we're going to go from this shit Not shit We're going to go from this to what I'm putting out That's black right there I bet you Cole probably wrote that for him This part? Yeah J. Cole's verse on this is fucking amazing you want to hear it, or should we play to here, J Cole? I don't know. Nah, we, I again, know. we gotta stay on target. We gotta stay on target. We gotta try to like it. All right, let's play. Say it all if you want. Podcast, we can do what we want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Where we are like, 
could just tell me like it is. It's so fucking meaningful. Let me know for Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know where it's at. Alright, we'll, Jake, we'll, we'll figure it out. Like it is. Huh? That didn't sound like you got too far. Pretty little fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sounds like, I think it's next though. Oi, oi, oi. I just wanna know. I'm just sugar cold. Vulnerable. Oh, shit. Letting your guard. Pretty little fish. Here we go. J. Cole's verse on this is so fucking deep. Like, wait. <laughs> so deep it goes, wait. Vulnerable. Letting your guard down. It's honorable. You told he's talking Especially about this girl. The past ain't been that. Friendly to you, but there's magic in that. You the flower that I gotta protect to keep alive in the wintertime. Hey, don't you die yet. You've been way more than a friend of mine. We more like fam. I raised you, you raised me. Let's turn this whole life round. You can confide in me. I could take the weight up off your shoulder blades and try to store the pain inside of me. Hey, why the world do you like that? Like they don't know you God sent, but me, I view you like that. I'm sneaking glances, thanking God that he drew you like that. Beautiful black child, come and shed your black cloud for your vibe and your smile. I don't mind a little rain. I'm your dog ears, perk up at the sound of your name. Counting your mane, wow. If I can handle yeah, your flame, so download your shame, wow. How I can drown in your fragrance. You that red pill that a nigga found in the matrix. Before I had you, this shit was fantasy. You plant a seed to grow some roots, a branch and leaves becomes a tree of life until our nights are filled Ooh, with dope. peace. From stress and strife And that's the blessing That I get from wife and you Cause you entrusted me With the key to your heart Beating you smart Cause even though I need a new start Due to my past transgressions You believed in me I guess the light I see in you Is what you see in me Lord Say she from the west side mm, And she see my best side Super tight. Fuck bro Yeah that's Oh that was good Oh man that was dope That was, that was yeah. good Cut it out too That was great Yeah that was tight J. Cole's gonna go down. He's gonna oh, go yeah, down. He's gonna the go, best. Yeah. It's the three-headed monster, bro. You know what I would? You know what's funny? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I've had conversations. I, I didn't think that Drake was as good as he was until I had a conversation with actual rappers who were dope, and 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 I was able to kind of see how dope they, the 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 mark that they put. J. Cole, Drake, and Kendrick, and Kendrick. That's three-headed oh, Ken, monster. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's, that's good and you it. could throw in their Tyler. You could throw in their. Nah, Tyler's the producer. Tyler as a producer specifically. That's true. Um, and then Kanye. Yeah. No, no, you can't. You can't. You I can't. can't. I know. I know. Gotta, okay, guy, old Kanye. Yeah, uh, up until up until fucking Pablo. Yeah, Pablo was dope. Pablo was the last time he was, you know, but he was relevant for. Oh yeah, you know, he was fucking years. He was the go-to guy from that to Pablo from yeah. from fucking from, from before that when he he did Jay, what Jay Z blue uh, Jay Z. Yeah, the, 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 um, yeah. Watch the throne. Uh, again, we should we should. Oh, all, right, well, all right, we digress. But yeah, we right, hit, definitely hit it. Hit it. Last one. This remind when they made this, I was like, these fools went back to the nineties. And Khalid's dope too. Khalid's oh dope. yeah, this Khalid's is also Ty Dolla Sign. I heard Ty Dolla Sign is like the he's like Snoop Dogg said he's like the new he was like the new Nate Dogg. Yeah. That fits. Why is so, it this R and B stuff? Holy, oh, yeah. yeah, I know. This is my vibe, bro. Yeah, I get Depressed. it. I'm very. <laughs> I get it. Though. I'm bouncing. It just gets me in the mood, like. Yeah. Oh, yes. I give you a good one. 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 I give you a 
see, this is cool, but I tell you, I, I, I tell you, I tell you, honestly, I, I don't think me personally, I couldn't see my unless I was fucking legitimately fucking. Like it just came on, like you were fucking. No, no, unless I, I have chosen and then like I'm fucking. No, no, no. I have a playlist called like the fuck playlist or some oh. shit. I would put this on there, but it, unless I was in a position where I was going to have sex, I would not play this ever. Let's be honest. I like the music. I respect it. I like R and B. I do a lot, actually. Uh, some of the stuff you showed me, I played. Like uh, <laughs> I have, I have for sure. Like oh, uh, I mean, uh, consistent, consistently. A lot of the shit, a lot of the stuff you showed me, I have played a lot. Oh, nice. Um, I'm uh, glad that some of, like, but like, like the like the pure R and B, like the real sad, depressing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that. I, I get, I, I get it, I get it. I can't because it. I'm not that because because my vibe is this. What there I brought to the table. Oh shit! Because my vibe is S G Lewis. What? what I'm bringing to the table today is S G Lewis, one of the finest Britain's producers of all time. Oh yeah, he's fucking dope. S G Lewis is an in-demand producer, songwriter, and DJ. Within it, I mean, yeah, yeah, that, that works. <laughs> he's a sound. Pow. He's a sound. Hit me with it. Ow! <laughs> See, that's how I'm asked for. Again, producer, songwriter, and DJ with an emotive, atmospheric approach to dance-oriented, electronic-based music. Initially known for his remixes of artists like Jesse Ware, he released his debut EP, Shivers, in 2015. Collaborations with vocalists such as Gallant, Ray BLK, Bishop Nehru followed. And in 2018, Lewis began releasing a three-part EP series called... Oh, it's so dope, too. It's so dope. If you get a chance, go listen to all three of these fucking... Uh, oh, they're so good. Dusk, Dark, and Dawn. Oh, nice. All. That's dope. All fucking fire. Yeah. All of them. He topped the UK charts and dance chart in, in uh, 2021, because he's, he's got big, mm-hmm. with his full-length debut, Times, which is, again, again... Fucking fire. Go Classic. watch that shit. A native of Reading, England, Lewis Pierce became interested in music in his teens and played in several bands before he started experimenting with remixing tracks, which I think it really was where he started to shine. Um, influenced by introspective pop of Banavir, Banavir, probably, James Blake, as well as club-ready hip-hop artists like as like Common, Timbaland, who we just talked about, the Neptunes, Lewis began posting his own evocative moody tracks online. He be quickly began building a following, uh, uh, like a dope ass following, a big following, and eventually nabbed a residency DJing at London's Cheeky Boo Club. Cheeky Boo Club. Cheeky Boo Club. Now, me personally, I'll tell you this: I seen him. Uh, oh, I you got, seen him live? I, I, yeah, I got turned on to him maybe like uh, I want to say like three to six years ago. I don't remember when, um, but I remember. But I remember listening to Dusk. And Dusk was fucking dope. Dark was even better. I remember because of Luna George, who, if you know UK electronic shit, UK Luna George is fucking amazing. And Luna George came on a track on Dark that was so dark and moody and bouncy. It was fucking so cool. And I was like, what the fuck is this? It reminded me of Disclosure. Anyway, I went to go see him live one time. Mm, and the yeah, crowd pretty close. The crowd was fucking fun. It was at the Shrine where I first saw my first concert. The vibe was smooth. It was clean. It was happy. Everybody was bouncy. Everyone, everyone, everyone there was dancing. And there were so many special guests. He did a mostly live set. No turntables. Actually, he actually had live instrumentation there where he had like six to seven people on stage doing these fucking songs. And then he would have like a Luna from a Luna George come out and do some, do some, uh, like some shit. 
and then he would have uh you know Khalid come out and do a fucking song and then he would uh, no turntables he just had actual live instrumentation mixed with sound a soundboard just like i've seen disclosure or any other big acts do again people like luna click kelly they came out they fucking murdered it um his songs are kind of mellow and dreamy but have a ton of bounce the first one which i'm going to bring to the table is my new favorite song it's it's november now this is my new favorite song of the year this song oh, when i first heard that? it when i first heard it like i was that? like yo and because i love eating pussy I'm gonna say it like that. I let, I just dropped it. Uh, but this song, Damn. This, this song is so dirty. Pete's feet. This, <laughs> ah, this song is so dirty and fucking fun. Mm. And he produced it, and it's about a pineapple slice. Hit me with pineapple slice. This shit. Bounce. Look. Now wrap your lips around me in my bed. She's prepared for tonight. She ate a pineapple slice. Mm. I lift my hands because they're sexy cute. You got a taste for some fun of you. Put your head in my thighs. Ate a pineapple slice. That's fucking awesome. Wait, wait. Use your tongue. It turns me on. Oh, God. That's not true. That's not true for the girls. That bitch hit a pineapple slice. Love this song so much. I I have played this shit since I heard it more than fucking 40 times. <laughs> this is definitely going to be on your top it's list sh- of Spotify. Oh, it, 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 what's funny is my top Spotify list is about to come out like next week. Yeah. It will come out. It SG Lewis be. is there. All right. All cards on the table. SG Lewis is my most played artist this year. Nice. Let's find out why. So, all right. Next one. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. Before we get into oh, okay, okay, okay. the one that we played was bouncy as fuck. I yeah. want to play. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. So Clyro, Clyro is one of the biggest artists of the of, of the the past two years in the indie scene. If you know Lord, you know Clyro. Clyro opened up for Lord at the FYF festival. It's the same vibe. No. What? Well, yes and no. This is exactly what I'm gonna tell you. So, well, the first one I'm gonna. So, so this is why S.G. Lewis is a master at what he does, remixing, kind of putting. A, he knows how to make a vibe. So while I say I'm not all about the depressing or the sad or the romantic. We're gonna play. Let's do throwaway. Throwaway. Okay. This is this is Clyro. I'm gonna play throwaway, followed by her next song with S.G. Lewis. And this is very. Uh, we're not gonna play this long, but this this this, this, this gets me every time. This gets me every. It's time. still bouncy. No, no well, uh, yeah, yeah. She's got a great voice too. Clyro's up. Sometimes I Show you the way Bring it a little closer 
As well, put, voice. did love, better voice. with S.G. Lewis, and this is where they shine. I feel, yeah, I fucking love S.G. Lewis so much. <laughs> this is tight. This is bouncing. Oh, here it goes. Oh, here comes the drum. Got the percussion in that bit. Clap, clap. Here it comes. Wait, 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 wait. Same voice. Some of these Actually, motherfuckers. I know. I'm, I'm coming with fire. All right. Now, my favorite fucking song. Now, okay. So, this is just, I love this guy. I've seen this live, and these next three songs are what got me. Hit me with Feed the Fire. Feed the Fire? Oh, Lucky Day? Oh, Lucky Day. Oh, shit. When this dude came out. This dude came out and they did one, two, he did this. Two. Everybody was like, oh, oh shit! Oh! Crowd went off when this song dropped. Everybody went off. Two more. I can't wait to get to the last one because I fucking love Chemicals so much, but we're not going to get there yet. I fucking love Chemicals. That's going to be my number one song this year, but we're not going to get there yet. Before we get there, we're going to drip into one who has Nile Rodgers playing guitar on that bitch. Nile Rodgers. Everybody knows Nile Rodgers. If you don't know Nile Rodgers, hit me with one. No, let's not say fucking idiots. You should, you should learn. Well, they should know who Nile Rodgers is. I know you can't say forever. I know you got friends in the bathroom stop. Been wanting to do this since I met Can we just stay for one more? You just get distracted. See someone you know. I'll be waiting, getting 
myself a smoke ha. Start talking to someone that I don't, don't even know They just might invite me to see another spot You'll be trying to find me again But I'll be gone Will I've been here and it's that night I've been here this man so did he fucking put this shit so, i i am a fan of s.g lewis as much as i love cascade or or, or dead mouse like he is one of my favorite fucking and this a lot of the british guys man no well cascade's fucking mormon from utah but no i'm saying in general like the production wise like all yeah, the no, british right. guys are fucking sick but the song of the year that will come up on my spotify that i played over a hundred times this year probably over over well over is S.G. Lewis Chemicals and this song forever will be one of my favorite songs. Very damn punky. Ah, I fucking love this shit. Dude, when they played this shit live, they had a fucking... Guy in a fucking uh, keyboard. It was live. This was nice. not a DJ. Yeah. Then a guy, the fucking playing drums in the back, and they had the motherfucker the go, and then they had everybody sang this. Everybody sang this, and what? Especially the hooks. Wait, who sings this? He does. I fucking love this song so much. Oh, here it goes, here it goes. Here Wait goes. for it. One, two, three, go. We can always blame it on the chemicals. I might be seeing double, but I need you both. Ah. I might be seeing double, but I need you both. Oh, I love that line. But if you stay, we can keep it going till the morning sun. But you're still the one. Oh, this, everybody's saying that. That hook? Every, yeah. Everybody. But if you stay. want to hear the rest of that shit. That's just going to come up on for sure, my fucking... Oh, I love S.G. Lewis Can so we throw much. a curveball in there real quick? What do you got? Oh, yeah, 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 yes, yes. You got some. Oh, we talking about S.G. Lewis. You, There's a song that I really, really like. Please, that please. S.G. Lewis. Of Never done before. I was going to put this on the fucking... I, I, I cut this. I cu- I kid you not. I was going to... I cut this. Yeah, yeah. I know this shit. I love this song. It makes me want to speed on the freeway for some reason. James Vickery. Yeah, I like fun. James. You know, 
know he's deaf. I, I don't know. What? He's deaf out of one ear. He's got a great voice. Yes, he's deaf too. Love it, you Louis. Before, before we move on, because we're in the sound section right now, uh, what I didn't mention at the top of this, what I did not mention at the top of this um, segment. Uh, segment is that, uh, or at the whole podcast, um, shout out to my homie Sean, because I am, uh, this is going to be, a, I'm going to throw in your curveball. Um, I just, I, I, on the way up here, I thought about changing. I thought about changing the sound because my homie just gave me free tickets to go see three. Oh, tonight. shit. And, and I can't, I can't, yeah. Just play it through. Uh, uh, side one? note: Three Eleven, do beautiful disaster. Oh shit! I can't wait. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm for sure gonna go watch this shit tonight. Again, this is on a, on a turn. This is taking me back to the Fuck. early early. It reminds me of the box music channel you control. This is a tour video. Yeah, yeah it is. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just tight. Oh my god, I'm fucking so stoked. I'm, so I'm, yeah, gonna go see, I'm gonna go see these guys tonight. Tinko jeans, tank tops, blonde tips. Yeah, blonde tip. <laughs> All right, real quick. All right, uh, there. Real quick. Do you wouldn't believe? You wouldn't believe, and that's it. We're gonna leave it there. We're, we're, we're gonna let I this. Got, I gotta look for that one. It's in full, from chaos. Day seems like a new day. Burn a bridge or two. Yeah, I can't wait to fucking see this shit live. Ah, this is gonna be awesome. I fucking used to play this. Sh- I used to download these songs off LimeWire like crazy. Oh yeah, LimeWire. Dude. <laughs> yeah, that's the top one. We of have to. It's the top one. We have to. Yeah, no, they're gonna end. They're gonna end with this, <laughs> this is, for sure. You play this like three times. Yeah, the extended version. Yeah, okay, this is true. We gotta end on this. Yeah, quick one for you guys. That was a quick band for you guys. Right? Brainstorm, take me away from the norm. And then tell you something. I think this is all freestyle. It's gotta be freestyle. No way. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not great. It's not great. It's not the best song lyric you've ever done. Said brainstorm, take me away from the norm. I could've thought of that. <laughs> I've got to tell you something. See? I know the words. It's phenomenal. It's a freestyle. He didn't write I this shit down. See? Oh, it's true. Pow! You want to know what brings me here? So yeah. easy. 
Yeah, that was good. That was and good. I, okay, all right, guys. All right, so we appreciate you again. You, we throw a little little curveball at the very end of our sound session, but as per usual, we do scene sounds and yeah. usually science or society. And today we're bringing science. Pow! Yes, I am sir. bringing you the science today, and this is something you should check out as soon as possible. Came out on Netflix this week. This is a show called Ancient Apocalypse. It's from one of my favorite scientists who's written many books, a fellow by the name of Grant Hancock. Hancock. He has been on Joe Rogan's podcast countless times with a fellow by the name of Randall Carlson, but Graham Hancock is the author of many books such as fingerprints of the gods fingerprints of like uh, he has basically a series of books where he talks about um a past civilization that may have existed prior to the great cataclysm the great cataclysm being the thing that most religions talk about the great flood that came and in in the theory the younger dryas theory is that there was a massive comet that smashed into North America years ago and it caused a giant flood and a re-emergence of the Ice Age. So much so that water poured through the earth and raised the ocean the ocean uh, uh, levels. Um, but Graham Hancock has a new Netflix documentary series called Ancient Apocalypse. Uh, he is a journalist. Graham Hancock is a journalist, prolific writer and author, primarily known for his research on human civilization. In the Netflix series Ancient Apocalypse, the 72-year-old attempts to put together a comprehensive picture of the human civilizations that may have occurred before the time historians and archaeologists focus on. In Ancient Apocalypse, jur journalist Graham Hancock takes his three decades of research on early human civilizations that may have existed before the time period historians and archaeologists upon tries to piece together Everything into a big picture. His thesis, like I was trying to tell you in the Younger Dryas Theory, is that all these pieces together, these different monoliths and different things that he goes to investigate, show that there were human civilizations that reached far back as the Ice Age when humans were still considered hunter-gatherers and not capable of advanced achievements like building or farming. This is thousands of years before what is considered, considered to be the first human civilizations. I, found, I myself... I followed Grant Hancock off of Joe Rogan's podcast for years. He and, like I said in the beginning, he and a fellow by the name of Randall Carlson are two of the minds that are pursuing the thought that there was a massive cataclysm that happened about eleven to 12,000 years ago that wiped out a higher civilization. Theorizing that Atlantis could have been, like the song, the, 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 the history of Atlantis, what we know as Atlantis, mm -hmm. that, that first came to be during Plato. Plato wrote about Atlantis and they pinpoint a date. They talk about on the latest Joe Rogan podcast and in the actual documentary series, they talk about how there was a date that Plato um, speculated on and that according to science that there was a massive cataclysm that happened around the same time that, that Atlantis went under. So there was such a change in life at that point in the earth that these people, the, the theory is that these people basically moved on and they, there was a group of, of higher civilizations that taught the people how to live and that's where the pyramids and the different types of, uh, and again, in, in the documentary series, he explores ancient monolithic sites such as pyramids, holy sites, and other hidden spots that have more meaning that were initially considered. The findings that they have been exploring over the past three decades have shown through geology and through archaeology that, more that there has been more available to us than than that was initially th th theorized so i appreciate the fact that he's kind of putting this out there 
um, if you get a chance to something to watch, That's, that sounds like it, something I would definitely watch. It, I'm oh, all into so, that shit. So, so he, so he's thinking that Atlantis was basically a civilization. And we all know Atlantis, you know, yeah, under yeah. the sea, blah blah blah. But the thing is, why we it think, that, why we, but why we, yes, why we think it's under the sea is because we don't know where it was specifically. And he, the, he, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, basically talking to a guy by the name of Randall Carlson, where they did they're doing research in North America. Mm-hmm. Where at some point there has been found clear evidence that a massive comet or you know whatever smashed into what was sheets of ice and just fucking and decimated all of North America, which killed the woolly mammoths and all that shit. Dinosaurs. But but also that the but the thing is during that time that the hunter gatherers existed, that there was another higher civilization. And it begs to differ, and or not big decks to differ, but it begs to question, you know, when you, w- the Bible has stories. And Noah's, uh, yes, yeah. but it also has stories of before Noah's Ark that there were angels, giants. Angels had sex with, with, with men. Women. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, yeah yes. They met women that were, they, oh, and they created like a race of giants. Yes. Then the Nephilim or something like that. I yeah. Forgot the, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, you could talk to my family about it. They know way more, way more about it than I do. But but throughout civilization, there have been these stories, and I just wanted to highlight this particular documentary series because it's something that's worth investigating. Um, I started watching it. I got through. I'm I'm through six, five of the six of them, and it is absolutely fascinating. Um, and I think you guys should watch it off the bat. You should definitely take a look. It's worth. It's kind of like. The, the the thing that that gets me about Graham, Graham Hancock is that for years, for these past three decades, all scientific and archaeologic, the worlds have considered him a pariah. They would talk shit to him. They would laugh at him. And now the evidence is coming through with carbon dating and the new technology yeah. that he has been found right. Yeah. It's crazy. It boggles the mind. It boggles the mind. It goes to show you, like, we're not the only ones here. We weren't the only ones here. There's been generations. Why? Yeah. Why the big old crater was in Arizona? Where's that? Yeah, they, they talk about different shit that that has happened. There's like uh, in Ohio, there's something called the Serpent Rock. Oh, okay. That's like that's like it's in the same alignment as 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 actual like the equinoxes and shit. There, there's stuff that we do not understand yeah. that 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 is fucking fascinating, and that's something that that's something that you guys like should definitely math, watch. Mathematic, like yeah, mathematically, yeah. it's like the pyramids are aligned mathematically. Like yeah. It's the way they point. Towards the sun, uh, they say that the way the pyramids are made, the sun would go through the top and then it would light up the inside yeah, of yeah. it. Yeah, like and the same like thing. That. And the same thing with the. I think I was listening to the. If you can too, listen to the Joe Rogan podcast with him and with Graham Hancock and Randall Carson. They were talking about how the Pyramid of Giza, that the actual like like if you look at the base, the square base of the Pyramid of Giza, there's there's the number forty three thousand two hundred is in the Bible a lot, mm-hmm. uh, or and all holy holy stuff, like there's like sacred numbers. Um, and that the square base of the Pyramid of Giza is exactly 43,200 times smaller than the actual base of the Earth. That's crazy. How it's do they do that? I mean, but, uh, again, again, no, no, no. But again, we don't really know. We really don't okay, know. Yeah, we really yeah. don't know who made those pyramids. They said it was the fucking, you know, it was the Jewish people being done by the Egyptians and this and that. Everybody, that ha- all that shit happened well after. Like they built. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, we can get we can go a whole episode about that. But that's that's just fascinating crazy. shit. You definitely need to watch that. You, uh, uh, again, just to recap, watch Atlanta. Yeah. This is the final season. 
It's great. Listen to this Black. Black's awesome. Black's awesome. Fantastic. Great shows. S.G. Lewis, or great, rather great, great uh, songs. Um, <laughs> S.G. Lewis, fantastic. And of course, go li- go watch this Netflix show, Ancient Apocalypse. It's fantastic. Well, well, I definitely want to add to that is that, um, bro, there's so many things, like you said, there's so many things out there that we don't know. And it's cool to kind of like want to learn about it, you know? And, and don't even be, just, don't even be just so close minded, like, oh, like, yeah. oh, no, no. Like, hey, you know, cool. You know, you make you think of things like, for example, our our uh, ancestors, the Mayans. Look at the shit that they're finding in the fucking jungles, the pyramids there. You need to watch that. You need to watch. It's it. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah without it. it. They, yeah. they jump all over. I didn't even know that there was. There's a couple of py- in the episodes that I've watched. There's a couple of pyramids that I did not know existed. There was yeah. a pyramid in next to Mexico City called, but it's the Cholula Pyramid. Mm-hmm. It's the it's in Cholula, mm-hmm. and it's a, it's the biggest pyramid that's ever existed. Bigger than Giza. Bigger than fuck. It's the the biggest, not the highest. But the biggest. So how the fuck is there pyramids in Egypt? And pyra- you know what I mean? Like, and they all match. And they the, all yeah, the, connect. Yeah. They yeah. all connect. It's crazy. It's like uh, internet. It's like the Wi-Fi. Yeah, how, like how would how would further civilizations understand that our technology now? The fact that we're putting this on the internet and that whatever, you know, like it's magic. It's magic. We've talked about this before in the past, I'm sure, but but it's something to consider. I mean, you yeah. have to really. I I know that. So, like, I was I was watching this with my parents recently. And my parents are Jehovah's Witnesses, and and, and my dad was kind of skeptical. But I was like, look, but I, but I, like like my brother, I was telling my brother, it, it, even even if the fact that they're, they're talking about these stories that doesn't necessarily discount the Bible, it just may, it may even give validity to it. Yeah. It may even show that there was more to the story than we really understand. Yeah. And you there's know? things taken out of the Bible that out we of context. Don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, out of context too, and also taken out, like literally. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. book, there's books and books and books of shit of, yeah. and also remember this: the Bible is stuff that was written down by a person. You know what I mean? Like they were. You know what I mean? They were. It's like there's there's got to be more. I, shit. I think when they burned the Library of Alexandria, they really fucked up back years and years. Yeah, years a lot ago. of shit. Even who know who knows what kind of like. Like actual knowledge that shit had, in the in the in the temple, or rather the 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 pyramid of Cholula, they were saying that there's chambers now that they can do lidar or with the technology. Mm-hmm. There's chambers on the deep inside of it that we haven't even opened yet. What's in there? Who the fuck knows, man? Who the fuck knows? Life is a mystery. Yeah, life yeah. is a mystery, undoubtedly. But again, watch these things. We Hell appreciate yeah. you. We asked for you. We're getting, coming to the end of this, and we appreciate you as per usual. Talking scenes. Oh, yeah. Let your mama, scenes. grandma know. Everybody know. Let everybody pass know. Pass it around. We're trying to kind of get ads. We're oh, trying to we're move on, a little bit. We're, we're on, on iHeart. Everywhere. everywhere you can find. Radio, yeah, we was able to do all that shit. We're everywhere on you can find podcasts, we are there. So feel free to spread this shit around. We appreciate you. We love you. And as per usual, we pow. wish. Pow! Pow! We wish that you have a great day. A great, great day. day. We'll be back next week with another episode of the SDX Show.